The Tumbling Saber Podcast is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts. Visit our base at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. It's time for episode 199 of the Tumbling Saber podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm Corey. I'm Carlos. Eight days until the Mandalorian, guys. Eight. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> and can, 45. Can I sign up for this, the streaming service yet? <laughs> nope. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Not, uh, not that I know of. I mean, if, if uh, those of us in Canada who are looking to sign up, if we can, we are still waiting for... <laughs> for the method of signing up. I don't know where it is. I don't know if it's just the uh, best-kept secret ever. I can't find anywhere to sign up for this this service. I'm seeing ads on TV. Everything about it still says we're getting it at, at release. Yeah, there was uh, ads on Hockey Night about it, right? Yeah, exactly, on CBC. Yeah, yeah. And I got all hyped. I'm like, I thought at the end of the commercial that might be a little graphic to say, go to Disney ca or whatever to sign up and it, it, nope nothing did, did you go check uh not at that moment but i've i've been since and there's nothing yeah i checked last week no i checked this week and there was nothing actually you know what? maybe i'll check now you never know disney.ca let's see what happens i'm already on it it's uh family vacations <laughs> no, no no go to disney plus Disneyplus.com shifts me, yeah, and it starts start streaming November twelfth, twenty nineteen. There you go with the keep me updated button. So really, yeah. we still have nothing. nothing. It's like we're gonna we're gonna wait till the last minute so that the site crashes. And uh, hey, it's not our fault. Site crashed. <laughs> uh, the site's already live, by the way. Like it's been it's been live for. Uh, a couple of weeks. The the preview site. The uh, yeah, like uh, the, it's not available for everybody for the general public, but the the site. I mean, people have been testing it over the last month. Oh yeah, yeah, in um, the Netherlands, I think. Or Netherlands Holland. was one. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I, I mean, that's a, a market that they're they're testing it in, but. Um, I mean, like, uh, even people in the States, but, uh, you know, people who are behind the paywall, who have access. Mm. Bastards. Lucky. Yeah, I'm I'm getting worried, to be honest. I I don't like calling it uh, so close to the wire like that. Well, I imagine it'll happen, like, I mean, it's either going to happen this week or it'll probably happen November 12th. Here you go, Canada. Sign up here and we'll all rush to it. We'll crash it. We'll all try and jump on at the same time. It'll probably be a gong show. My uh, my gut feeling is um, it'll open on uh, on Friday the eighth over that weekend. So I'm pretty sure uh, I was panicking earlier about it, and I'm also it's because you know I'm a big baby and I want stuff when I want it. So. Uh, but but at the same time, it's like, yeah, we're going to get it. It's going to be fine. 
Yeah, they, at this point, it. at this point, they better. At this point, they ha- they're it, with the ads on TV, and and promises of having it prepared for launch. You you got to make sure it's ready at this point. You can't just say, is, well, uh, we've had some technical issues, and so you're going to have to wait another two weeks or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. the the, pro- the problem with cutting it close like that is you're you're announcing it, and you're giving the website, and people go to the website and they can't sign up. It's like the sign up should have been done already. There's there's no there's no excuse. Yeah, there's, for, there's for not really having isn't. it live when when especially when you're putting the 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 commercial on TV. I wonder if you know how dirty the big telcos are in our country. Bell, Rogers, Telus. In our province, we have Videotron. I wonder if if they have anything to do with this. Were they just they colluded? To just delay this for as long as possible. Would it surprise you guys at all? I don't see how they have the power. Uh, what, what power do they have to to, to, to to slow it down? What power do they have to do all the things they do? <laughs> you know, they, they price well, the, fix, they gouge. Yeah, I know, but that's a CRTC. That That's a Canadian thing. Like if, if Disney Plus wants to launch uh, and, and it's already been, you know, uh, slated to launch on November 12th, there's yeah. all by the internet. They can't they, exactly. It's all internet. So there's nothing the cable providers could do. No. Yeah. Disney could provide that service to sign up at least. You never know. There could be some legalese type thing that prevents them from something, something. And it might be in Quebec, uh, part of the uh, consumer protection laws. Also, there might be something to that effect where you couldn't, you can't, sign up to something and like whatever give your credit card information if you, there's no product rendered so i guess i could i could see why maybe it might be delayed in our province but um imagine it was something that just as simple as not all the materials i.e all the copy on the website not everything is available uh bilang a 100% yeah but that's part of it, that's part of it. but look they're not stupid uh, if if Disney got caught with their pants down on that, like, nah, it's impossible. There's, a, I mean, they already have cha- <laughs> they already have channels like Disney XD and stuff, uh, and yeah, on Teletoon or whatever, right? Like, they there's some of their shows are like on uh, other uh, other networks, mm-hmm. and their networks have to run on Canadian television, so they're aware of all these laws. Like, there's no. There's no way they got their caught with their pants down on that. We're I, still thinking? I want I want to definitely agree with you. <laughs> Wishful thinking. I don't know. Oh boy. Anyway, we'll see. We either still, way, we, we still way. have we still have a week. If if you know what? if we're celebrating episode 200, but we're still but we're panicking about <laughs> not being able to sign up for Disney Plus, uh, our 200th episode will be pretty interesting. Oh, definitely. There'll be so a big you fat explicit to, tag on that one. There's some advanced you guys, warning. You guys yeah, want to seriously. do a poll uh, as to we we all put the we all put a little cheech down uh, to see who's gonna nail the date between now and the twelfth, or can between we even choose dates 12th. even after the twelfth if we think they've screwed the pooch? Ooh, no, let's not do that because then that's admitting that there's a chance that that might happen, and that's gonna scare me. So let, let's <laughs> go up until the twelfth, and. Um, since I already put my my foot in my mouth and said the eighth, uh, what do you guys think? 
I'm going with the sixth. Wednesday the sixth. I'm gonna go with the eighth. You can't. I already <laughs> took the eighth. Not too bad. <laughs> That's I, not how I, this works. <laughs> That's not how the force works. I want to choose first. Okay, so choose first then. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't care. I'll say the twelfth. Hmm. Wow. So you're going with the uh, the door crasher deal. Oh yeah, I, I feel like that's uh, right up the rally. Sorry, guys. It's the best we could do. Yeah, like hell. But we'll see. I mean, it's one way or another. It's going to happen, guys. It's going to happen. And uh, we've got uh, 45 days until Rise of Skywalker. That number is looking better every week. I'm liking the look of that number, 45. And I'll like it even better next that's crazy. week. crazy. Next week will be 38. And then the week after that, it's 31. We're, that's, we're talking a month at that point. It's just, again, like we always say, counting the years by Star Wars, man. Like, I, I still remember after The Last Jedi, and we're just like, okay, well, here's the countdown to the next film. And you're like, ugh. You know, it's already, we've already, last week, the day before Halloween, uh, we've we passed the seven-year mark where Disney bought Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Seven. That's awesome. Seven years yep. already. Man, oh man. Seven the time years, is nigh. Four, four movies. A fifth uh, on the horizon. Fifth on the horizon. Uh, uh, four seasons of Rebels. Uh, a new season of Clone Wars. Uh, Mandalorian. Two two seasons of Resi- Resistance. Two seasons of, of Resistance. Uh, Cassian Andor to come. Obi-Wan to come. Yeah, Star Wars is dead. At least one trilogy of films. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, there's like more. Absolute, a, absolute shocking abundance of comics. <laughs> As Corey looks at his stack of uh, yeah. a stack of long boxes. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have a I have a full full long box of of Star Wars comics for sure. Oh, easily. It's crazy. If you've bought all of them, easily you have probably multiple. There's maybe just a handful of series I'm missing, and I'm missing an issue here or there. But uh, yeah, it's nuts, man. They're Absolutely. really taking advantage of it. Like every week when I check the comic pull list, I'm like, Duke to do him like Star Wars titles. There's minimum one, sometimes like four or five, if they're doing different mini mini series. Absolutely, every week, every week there's it feels like there's more coming. It's absolute. Bedlam and novels too. I mean, we've had countless novels, and that—that's you know, uh, adult novels, young adult, uh, young readers. It's just—it's nuts. It's and absolutely the toys. nuts. The oh, glorious the toys. toys. The toys. <laughs> so, Star Wars Explained put together a graphic for November of 2019. I don't know if Alex and Molly do this every month, but this—they did this month, and it seemed especially notable. Just for the sheer amount of content that's coming. So every Sunday in November will give us a new episode of Resistance. Tuesday the 5th has Resistance Reborn, which I'm going to be running out and picking up probably day one. I will I will definitely do that because that book looks like a must read. Uh, then the 5th, which is new comic book day, all through November. Wednesday is going to see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. That's seven new comics for the month of, of November. Three episodes of The Mando. Four, actually. Four episodes of The Mando. Jedi Fallen Order. (laughs) There's another huge thing that's going to generate tons of interest. And, man, they just had a trailer that dropped last week, too, which, wow, it looked fabulous. It looks like it's going to be such a ripper of a game. Uh, The Force Collector is another 
another novel that's coming, and Vader Immortal, which comes on November 21st. So for those VR fans, you can you can get the full picture. But holy cow, that is a lot. I think there's more there's new content on more days of the month than without. It's absolute craziness. But Star Wars is dead. You know what the crazy part is? Like this is, I mean, this is a point in Star Wars for me where it's not. I'm not saying I'm tapping out or anything like that. I'm trying to keep my head above water, but I'm coming to the realization that you know there's a lot of things like. The video games, like, I don't know. I just don't see myself. I'll maybe get a chance to play them somewhere, but I won't be sinking my teeth into them so much. So I got to call call it a I'll draw the line at one point, you know, with certain things. Because well, you, can't, look, you just you, can't consume it all. Come on. Some people can. Some people do. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, try. I mean, you, try. you pick what you can, you pick, you pick and choose. I certainly don't keep up with all the comics. I barely read the ones I do have, you know, uh, resistance is, is something I watch every week, but I don't watch it. Obviously day one, it's, it's, you know, the, the uh, newest episode is playing right now as we, as we record, uh, I'll watch it sometime this week whenever it's convenient for us. Uh, yeah, the novels, I read them as I can. I'm just about to start alphabet squadron to give you an idea of how far behind I am with novels i just finished black spire i think thursday of last week so it's it's hard man there's and it's, it's great that there's so much available for us but it's it's now so much like you're, you're drinking from the fire hose like so much now that you you just you have to pick like tailor to what you can handle you, you can't it's it's so hard to keep up with it all yep uh but what we can try to keep up with is our collecting Anything? Actually, you know what? Before we get there, uh, I want to give a big shout out, big thank you to Carrie, who jumped up to our powerful Jedi level on Patreon. So I wanted right. to give a shout out to Carrie. You are awesome, yeah. Carrie. Longtime supporter. Uh, she's been with us since since like 20, 2017, I think, early or late twenty seventeen. And uh, Carrie now is going to get the full blast <laughs> of oh what we have to offer on our powerful friends program. So thank you so 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 much, Carrie. All right, Corey, anything uh, going with the collection this week? Yeah, yeah, I missed out on uh, one a couple of weeks ago there. So basically, I picked up the Mandalorian Funko Pop, which is pretty sweet. I only saw one in stores, so I was like, uh, I'm not going to hold off. I'm going to grab it. And uh, I think you had mentioned it, but uh, definitely I was super stoked that you were able to pick me up the Jedi Knight Luke. That was pretty sweet. Then uh, I've seen I've seen some progress. I'll say at least Toys R Us, surprisingly, of all places. I haven't seen anything new at the local WalMarts, but I got the Yavin Award Ceremony Luke typo nice. and all. He's wearing some saw heavy, that. heavy eyeshadow in those in on that figure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a big day for him. <laughs> to look good. Don't judge Kyle. That's well, a lot of lighting. Know, between... The lighting on Yavin does nothing for his eyes. Just between that, yeah, uh, that that figure and the Jedi Knight Luke, it's yeah, a little heavy on the airbrush there, guys. Well, you got a big car accident in between, you know. <laughs> Any, anyhow, uh, next one, final. I, I, I don't know why I did this, but I'm super stoked that I did because it's a really cool figure. But uh, I got the Cara Dune. Oh, you did it! Just yeah, I did it. I pulled the trigger on it just because. Yeah, after seeing that Mando trailer i was just like 
yeah, I'm doing it. I saw it and I was like, boom, coming home. Yeah, I saw IG-11 today. I did a toy run. Really? Yeah, I saw well, plenty what? of them, like stacked deep. Where? Uh, Toys R Us in uh, our local one, the one closest to us. <laughs> stacked They've real good lately like seven of them yeah they had they had some new stuff uh i was about even, to even go in the marvel crazy, section as well yeah i did it well I, I always do a tour of of star wars and then i go check out the transformers just yeah, that that's my star wars is like my mistress i'm uh, sorry transformer collecting is like my mistress on the side and i said man there's they've if not for star wars i'd be going crazy with these new was With the Battle of Cybertron? Oh man, some of these figures are just unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Really nice. Uh, Carlos, anything new for you? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. So um, the Tie Fighter fetish continues. I uh, <laughs> I picked up a <laughs> uh, from seven five zero eight two. Um. I don't even know what year this came out. I'm not even sure what year it came out. Oh, here it is. Uh, 2015. So it's from the uh, Star Wars Rebels run. A TIE advanced prototype. Oh, nice. With the wings that fold in. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, I picked that one up. Uh, and I picked up uh, also from the Rebels run. Uh, 75090 Ezra's speeder bike. The little uh, green and orange thing? Yes, green and orange, and you have Sabine with Ezra and a Stormtrooper. Uh, so I picked those up. That was an eBay uh, an eBay score. Somebody had it at a buy it now. Uh, I don't remember at the price exactly. Really? And um, But there was a... Uh, he made the mistake of uh, putting the option to uh, send in an offer. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I whittled them down, and um, I pretty much got both sets at uh, close to ten cents per piece, shipped. Wow! Uh, so yeah, so I, I was, I'm getting brutal on these sites. Like it's, I'm not even. <laughs> uh, actually, it's not just on the sites. So come this. So I got those two, and uh, I picked up another Tie Fighter, uh, which is the. <laughs> The Han Solo uh, Tie Fighter, the Imperial Tie Fighter from the Solo Run. That's all, I saw um, that being blown out at Walmart's. That still had it. Blown out? What price? How much? Uh, some a weird price, like twenty eight sixty seven or something. What? Yeah. Oh no! If you see another one, you got to get it for. I, I'll take another one. Yeah, it, it was at the. Uh, it was at the. <laughs> give me, give me, give me two. It was at the Walmart. Yeah. Uh, Walmart on St. John in Point Claire. They had one. Yeah. They had one on Friday afternoon. Well, I, I went into um, I went into Toys R Us uh, earlier this week, and I saw that they had some on the shelves. They had, and one of the boxes was really beat up badly. So I brought it to the front, and I'm like, you know, maybe I can get a maybe I can get a discount on this, you know. So I uh, I went to the front and I asked if they uh, they could do a discount. And he said, no, we don't do discounts on boxes, uh, on damaged boxes, you know, as long as the toy itself inside uh, is functional, like we don't care about the boxes type of thing. Uh, and I'm like, okay, but I saw that you guys had a special, uh, like a, an online deal happening on the weekend. And he's like, okay, well, let me check. So he went inside his computer and, 
and um, three different sale prices popped up for the TIE Fighter. Uh, and I'm like, I point to the one that was the cheapest. <laughs> and I'm like, I saw that online uh, on the weekend. And um, he's like, okay, let me talk to my manager. So he comes back and he's like, okay, my manager said I'm going to, I can give it to you at that price. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I took the beat up box and I brought it back to the shelf and I picked up the pristine one that was left. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so, uh, so that's it. So now I'm up to uh, eight TIE fighters uh, and five of them built. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, and I'm looking for more. <laughs> Kijiji is strong. Yeah, uh, man. Kijiji and, and eBay um, for sealed product. And uh, I mean, if you have the patience. eBay always enough... makes me skeptical, man. Really? Yeah. I've had pretty bad experience on eBay. Well, you got to you gotta look at the at the seller, look at their ratings. Uh, and if they do have negative feedback, like what is what is the negative feedback? If the negative feedback is I paid and never got the product. Uh, or item was never shipped, or seller's communication is bad. I try to stay away from those people. Um, so you, you just got to read the listing properly. You can get caught, you know, sometimes with uh, well, on new Star Wars, and then it says used. You know, like you got to be careful with some certain is, things. Is then. there any like uh, do you have like insurance and in the like consent? Definitely. Yeah, that, you can you you just you can test it with eBay, and uh, either you'll get your money back or uh, vouchers or or something of that nature. The thing the thing that sucks is that if it's a product that you haven't been able to find anywhere else, and that one person screws you, you, you thought you were getting something, and now you're not. You know mm. uh, that that's the that's if, the thing. Yeah, that the letdown sucks. is the worst part. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, if it's a new product. You know, pro- there's probably 12 sellers that have the same product, you know? Yeah, like if you were shopping for the Lego Ghost, my white whale, and you thought you found somebody who had it, and then you buy it, and they don't ship it, or it falls through for some other reason, it's you're 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 crushed. Yeah. You know what? I want that ship more than you. I don't think you do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's my collecting update for for this week. It's um, all tie fighters offer- all the time. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, Corey, if you want the, uh, the the speeder bike, let me know. I have to check it out. I'm going to have to check out with the uh, at 10 cents a piece. I'm going to do the math here and see if you're trying to screw me. Oh, God. <laughs> Get your abacus out, Corey. Yeah, Carlos was like, I'll give it to you for uh, 45 bucks. I was like, no. <laughs> I don't know. I have, I, have, I have his speeder bike in toy form, anyhow. But it'd be kind of cool, but I have a couple speeder bikes in Lego form, or a couple. I have, like, one. But I, it wasn't a great build. Like, I don't know. It just... Yeah, it's not a... Like, even with the uh, the Emphy's Nest, um, the swoop bike set, the build itself is like, meh. But the it's the play. The play, uh, being able to have two speeders and to, like, swish them around. Uh, Nolan is... Uh, he's going to be, what, eight? Guess okay. Nolan, are you, when are you going to come over and play? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, he, yeah. Play, well, he, he does play with the Lego. He's been pretty good lately. Yeah, 
he's, he's, he's getting to that age. I mean, this is a perfect set for him. So just saying. I believe uh, I bought that set for Nolan. What's that? The uh, Enfys bike bike set. Oh, you did, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, oh, yeah, it's bikes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, 355 pieces or something like that. Yeah, it was like the, the one double-sided speeder and then a single speeder. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, dude, honestly, cool set. But I agree with Corey. Like, the build itself is like But yeah, you, bar- you barely get into it and it's over. Yeah, it's a little meh. But, uh, I mean, the the figure selection is fantastic. For sure. So, yeah. I'm thinking of getting him the Porg there. I keep seeing it for 89 bucks. Is that a, that's a good deal, right? No, that's that's MSRP. Like if you're if you go on ToysRusk.com right now, it's at seventy one. Mm. Yeah, and if you uh, you can also peruse um, Amazon if you have Prime, uh, you might be able to get it even cheaper. But it's a good. It, that, I like that as a display piece. Like I have it obviously, and it's uh, it's great. So yeah, my my update. Uh... I guess it's not not too long, but I did find some of the stuff at a at a Walmart. Corey, I raided the Honey Hole. Okay. Black Series completely dry, not not a one except for the the archive line. Mm. Uh, but I did find myself the Sith Trooper, uh, as opposed to the Sith Jet Trooper for Vintage Collection. I also got the Leia Yavin Ceremony, and a Shadow Trooper from the Vintage. They were collection. all there. They were all there. Cool. I love that. That's my favorite Leia from all of Star Wars, by the way. You have in ceremony? That like it, it, it's a toss up between that and um and Hoth. Hoth Leia. Yeah, uh, Hoth went when, uh, it going away for me. Yeah, no, just that oh, she's so beautiful. It's crazy. Well, was, were, there, were there more Leia's? No. That was it. Mm. That was the only one. So yeah, I the, the as as is often the case now with with cards with Star Wars, like it was sort of had this like curve to the back of it, and so right now I've got them stacked under a couple of heavy hardcover books, just trying to flatten them out. Uh, but yeah, I I, I did stay see... away from my honey hole, all right? Negative. It's mine now. <laughs> you like it, eh? Well, you know what though, you know, last week, I, no, I went there what three weeks ago to grab those Jedi Jedi Knight Lukes, and they had yeah. like sixteen of them or so. And so I bought two. They still have a, like all of them. Like I don't know. I don't think anybody, unless they restocked fully again, they haven't sold any others. Hey, hey, it's not for you. Anyway, um, that was my collecting update for the week, uh, which which you know I didn't expect. I I just you know today I was like, you know what I need, I need a couple hours out. It's been like I've just been, you know, those weekends where you just you're just overwhelmed with noise and you just you need quiet and you weren't going to get it at home. So I just I just took off for about three hours and hit a couple of Walmarts, uh, a Toys R Us and EB games. And it was it was good. It was a good time out. Um, But did you see some of the collecting news that's that's going on out there? Have you guys seen some of the reveals? Yeah, it's scary, man. Oh, but so good. Yeah. Wow. Like for for me on my end, there's oh god. The the Mando the Mando vintage collection figure is so good. I can't wait to see that on card back. Uh and the Cara Dune. 
those are going to be two must-haves for me. And uh, wow, the, the images yeah. of that from last week, they they sustained me, man. They were great. What about the Black Series, man? Plo Koon, Kit Fisto. Oh, God. Those are two of my favorite Jedi ever, man. Oh. Yeah, so yeah, Rick posted those uh, those pictures from Yak Face into the Facebook group. So good job, Rick. Um, yeah, Plo Koon, Kit Fisto, they look so good. And it's... It's, it's about time. For sure, it's about time. I, I completely didn't expect that. Like, if you want to find out what toys are coming, you can. But I just wait for the images to get revealed. Man... I saw those. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm back!" Like, I gotta have these because I always say like like today when I was out, I found a couple of Black Series figures. I found the Ray, and I found a couple others. I was like, "I really want this." Today's the day. Like, I'm just gonna do it. And I ended up putting them back. I was like, "No, no, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna do like I said and just wait." So I put all the Black Series back, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna hang back until they're discounted to like eleven bucks a figure. But these these uh, the Plo Koon and the Kit Fistos. Like, now they're making me regret not buying Mace Windu when I had the chance. Like, it seems like they're they're going to put together like a pretty cool little Jedi Council, like a little, little army of Jedi Knights. That's, that's amazing. But they look yeah, so, so good. Yeah. Uh, Even that Obi-Wan. Uh, yeah, was it Obi-Wan? Yeah, we, they also, we also saw images of Padawan Anakin from Attack of the Clones and Jedi Knight Obi-Wan. Also from Attack of the Clones, and the likenesses on them both, especially the Obi Wan, is just stunning. It's unbelievable how good they look. That's so good compared to the first waves, eh? Oh, it's 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 not even close. It's it's almost like they changed manufacturers. Like there's just such a huge difference. Uh, then it, we also saw images of the Black Series uh, Zori Bliss and another Knight of Ren. And, it, and Dooku. And Dooku. Oh, <laughs> Every single one of those to me sounds like a must buy, but I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> They're killing me with this. I don't know. I, I'm, obviously, I'm very weak when it comes to this stuff. But like even <laughs> as if it keeps coming the way it's coming, though, like it, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like it's really becomes a pick and choose, you know, like. But how do you choose pick and choose from that group? Oh, like I have to have them all. Like, I haven't yeah. seen the movie yet, so like Zori Bliss might get pushed to the side for now. But Plo Koon, Kit Fisto, Dooku are absolute musts for mm-hmm. me. If I don't get those, like I'm gonna be upset. I already yeah, got like, those. Are, those I already are, got anxiety. Those are must-haves in my mind. Maybe I'll change my mind once they come out and I look at my bank account and go, "Ah, oh, God, not this week." But like Troy. Troy tempted me this week. He threw me some images of the new uh, Marvel Legends line with the with the new Fantastic Four figures. I was like, "Whoa, gotta have them!" And I was, I was like, "What am I? What am I talking about? I can't! I can't! <laughs> Stop it, Kyle!" And I have to like slap myself. I just, I just can't do it. It's it's too much. It's too much. All right. Uh, so yeah, lots of great collecting stuff coming. Can you can you guys imagine if we're gonna get a vintage collection? Like Bill Burr figure. Oh my god, so sweet! You know, I I have a couple of um, of Black Series, like uh, in uh, uh, with Poe and, and Krennic. Um, and I'm like I'm I'm out on Black Series. Like those are the only ones that I I'm gonna get. But if they do a Bill Burr, dude, <laughs> it's over. I, 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 I kind of know him too. He's like, hey, you know what, John? 
I'm gonna do a little Star Wars thing, but you're gonna you're gonna make me a toy. I don't think John has any say on any of that, but and I don't think Bill cares he, one way or the other. I, I can just see him saying something stupid like that. Nah, I don't think he cares. I think I think he's like, oh no, wait till this avalanche starts. Oh, yeah. November so 12th. good in it though, man. Like just that that one little clip in the trailer, like. Well, we'll, we'll come up on that. His his dumb face. We'll come up to that. <laughs> well, let's let's so, get into our Mando chat. Somebody needs to get that guy a drink, like as soon as possible. If you're listening to this podcast, he's out of his freaking mind. He's been sober for far too long. Yeah, too long, too long. But you know, you know what? It, this will sound crazy, but Bill Burr is actually inspiring me to try and go a year without booze. Not that I ever had the issue that he had. Where he was every week was a different story about how wrecked he and his pals got. But it's like if Bill Burr can do it, and he and you know living the life that he does on the road a lot at clubs, people smoking and drinking all the time, and for him, if he has the willpower to not do it, why don't I? You know what I mean? So I'm think I'm 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 trying to I'm considering a booze-free 2020. And it's going to be because of Bill Burr. We'll see. Man, oh man. But yeah, a Bill Burr toy, a Bill Burr action figure. Um, imagine the, that, like, think of that intersection, guys. Star Wars and Bill Burr and action figures. What are the chances? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but we're right there. We are right on the precipice of that eventuality because it's going to happen. There's going to be a Bill Burr figure. I hope so. <laughs> oh, there, there has to be. There absolutely has to be. Well, it's funny because I was listening to, uh, geez, where they got? the Sandcrawler last week, <laughs> and they were talking about uh, the new trailer, and Dan gets all crazy because I guess you know Bill Burr's one of his guys. It's it's a Massachusetts guy, and he starts getting crazy. He goes, "It's happening, Mac! It's happening! Bill Burr is playing Dash Rendar," and I was like, "Wait, what? What do you have it? Yeah, <laughs> but." He could very well be right. Yeah. He could absolutely be right with, you know, he's got this, the same kind of like shoulder straps with the one going across his chest, just like Dash Rendar. Uh, the three guns, including the shoulder mounted one, just like Dash Rendar. Now, both were gingers. Now, of course, Bill Burr is, is completely bald now, but he's a ginger if he tries. Hmm. Like, can you That's imagine a world where Bill Burr is playing Dash Rendar? I can't get that out of my head now. Yeah, that's kind of amazing. That would be just... <laughs> that would ruin me. Bill Burr playing Dash Rendar. That would just absolutely ruin me. And then that, that, that would also bring up the possibility that he ends up in Rise of Skywalker because some people think they see the Outrider in that collection of ships. You know? <laughs> like, Imagine Bill Burr is now in the Rise of Skywalker. Like, wow, that that'll be the end of me for sure. That's like, the big spoiler. I, I know, Carlos. You just like it just hit you as well. Bilber in the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of a delayed reaction because edibles. But uh, <laughs> once 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 it registered, it was I'm like, well, what's going on? It's and he won't be in it physically, just by proxy, right? If he's in that ship, like, yeah, they're not going to cut to him or anything. But just to think that. <sighs> Oh boy! If they ever confirm that that's the Outrider, there's only one person flying it, and you know who that's going to be. 
That's old Bill Burr. Because <laughs> oh, we've already established he's the render. Oh, but I can't wait to see. Airbag. I can't wait to see his dumb face in in a little plastic bubble. I I hope he's not firing against the Mando, but I really think he is. <laughs> well, yeah, they're both. Earth, yeah, yeah, whatever. We'll see. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just happy whatever. I live in a world where Bill Burr is in Star Wars. How crazy is that? That's like he's a character, it's man. It's well, it's well. I love it, man. It's so. It makes no sense outside the. It's outside the box. It does make sense. He's got that face. I guess people who are super familiar with him, like yourself, but he's like, got that me. face. Every, every time I see his face, like I can't. Like I'm like that's Bill Burr. Like I can't get past that. I like, can. Even I, the, him in that, I saw him in that trailer, and I, it made me smile, man. Like I don't know. There's there's oh, something better. Like, like crazy, and that's the problem. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought I thought it was fitting the way I saw him firing those guns. I was like, "Fitting, you're in." Even the guys on Blind Wave were like, "How cool is that?" That Bill Burr's in this, you know? Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, how about these the new Mando character posters? Ooh, yeah. You guys Straight into those? Fire. Yeah, love them. Love it, man. The Carl Weathers one it was like. They're, they're all really epic, nice. Beyond epic. It's like, that's Apollo Creed, man. <laughs> it, it's Action Jackson. It's Mac from Predator. <laughs> it's he's, 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 he's a legend. It's Chubbs. It's, oh, God. How do you forget that? It's Chubbs. It's all in the hips. It's all, <laughs> all in the in hips. The hips. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can still get into his character, though. Like, I'm digging it, man. Just the, what little we saw her. Of him in the well, first trailer. I mean, this this show is going to really test something for me, and it's we we talk about this rarely, but just like like people when they show up in a particular like in Star Wars or what have you, that they're like they're so big that you can't get past them. Like when when Ben Affleck shows up as Batman, some people can't see anything but Ben Affleck. Yeah, that wasn't an issue for me. But like, how would the MCU have looked if Tom Cruise actually was Tony Stark? Like. Could you have seen Tony Stark or would you only see Tom Cruise? You know, it's 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 one of those things. And this show is going to test that for me. When you've got Chubbs and you've got uh, Nick Nolte as a pigman, you know, and, and Bill Burr, like they're really going to push that limit to see uh, how, how far can we pull you out of it without pulling you out of it? Uh, but yeah, for me, the biggest takeaway of, of these posters is is seeing uh, the Mando in that full on shiny armor. Because that's not, you know, when you look at the Black Series figure, and he's got like this one one shoulder pad is this color, and one shin pad or like one leg pad is that color. In this poster, he's he's got his completely shiny, dark Beskar metal armor on. So at some point, he's going to get an upgrade. But that poster is just great. I wish these were sold at retail. Yeah, seriously. Uh, They're really you know like they just look so it looks really western with that sun. Mm-hmm. That's like the the common line through them all. I don't know. It's, it looks gritty too. Like I don't know, there's something about it. It also has that Star Wars feel though. That's the thing when you look at it it's like okay, that's Star Wars. But at the same time, it, like I granted we haven't even seen this thing yet and I'm already like, "Oh, that's so Mando." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's already it already seems to have like it's a distinctive visual language. Yeah, it's, a, 
its own stank. You were going to say, Carlos? I was just going to say that uh, if I could get my hands on a Holden McNeil poster, uh, I would do it. Really? Yeah. Huh. If you look at Ben Affleck and you don't see Holden McNeil from Chasing Amy, like, I, it's not Batman. <laughs> see, when I think of, of Ben Affleck in the View Askew universe, I, I think Shannon Hamilton. Me too. Hmm. The proprietor, uh, proprietor of Fashionable Mail. Anyways, that's it. That's the only thing that. But I do. I love that Kevin Smith does that. Makes the same guy play multiple people. Yeah. <laughs> it's and then and then have them as ca- cameos as themselves. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, my, my, we got tickets for Kevin Smith when he comes to Montreal in February. I'm really looking for really looking forward to that. We're gonna get to watch uh, the Jane Silent Bob reboot. Nice. Yeah, that's gonna be a ton of fun. But Are there like, still tickets available? I have no idea. My wife actually got tickets through one of her former co-workers. Oh, boy. So, I don't know. I had really nothing to do with it other than I get to reap the benefit of going to the show. But it's like a Tuesday night in February. That's going to be a tough one. Anyway. Oh, and there's going to be a massive snowstorm. Trust me. Pro- oh, for sure, without question, there'll definitely be a big, huge pain in the ass to get there. Oh yeah, big pain. Lots of pain. <laughs> anyway, so um, what we learned last week from the Mandalorian from, via EW is that the opening episode will deliver dramatic Star Wars universe spoiler. So from that uh, that piece on EW.com. In addition, Disney announced Monday that while advanced screeners would be made available to the media for its other new shows. The Mandalorian will not be pre-screened before its November 12th premiere in order to protect, quote, any surprises and plot twists, end quote. Man, like, that's pretty crazy, guys. Like, it sounds like they're doing whatever they can to to ensure this spoiler doesn't get out. So it's that's got to make it a pretty damn big spoiler. Like, David, do you guys have any thoughts on what that could be? So speculation on the spoiler? Even like just or, to start, just, like it makes okay, sense no. for it makes sense that as a new show, anyhow, like being a Star Wars show, the first live action streaming thing, you know, like they've built it up for so long, they don't want anyone ruining it. So, like, you, I don't want anyone to build their anticipation or their expectations so high about this spoiler because it's very uh, vague. Wait a minute, you're expecting Star Wars fans to not build their anticipation? About a, a a big major reveal. Yeah, I don't know how my my thing is. I don't know how big or major it's going to be. To be honest, like I just think they're well. That's they're things close to the chest. I hope it's not hype, hype, hyperbole at this point. What do you, th- well, Carlos? What are you thinking? Like, are, do you? I don't even know where to start. Like, if, if what do you think it could be? What do you want it to be? Have you got any thoughts on that? Uh, part of me is uh, like, okay, so the. I, Especially after the trailer, the for Rise of Skywalker, and uh, like we'll probably get an in-canon answer as to the Emperor still being alive. Mm-hmm. That that was like the the first thing that came to mind. The next thing that came to mind was 
uh, how Boba Fett escaped the Sarlacc pit but died somewhere else. Oof. Oof. <laughs> um, There's some shockwaves. Yeah. So the, those those were the f- the first two, but but uh, as I stated last week, I mean, if we throw enough darts, <laughs> we'll f- we'll find something. We'll hit the nail on the head on a, on at least one of our predictions. Um, so yeah, but th- those were the first two that I thought would be like. Um, I think every Star Wars fan, uh, whether you're all in or whether you're a casual fan who only watches the movies, those two are at the top of everybody's list, I think. You're probably right, because I, I threw the question out on Twitter, and I didn't, didn't get a huge response, but there was a pretty significant pattern among the replies I did get. So I just said, what do you guys think? Like, Let us know. We'll read your answers on episode 199. Uh, and Dave Donovan, he's, he, he thought the reveal would be that Boba Fett is dead. Yeah, that that, that echoes be. what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, Bespin, Bespin Tabana Gas Miners Union Local 1138 said mm-hmm. Boba Fett's fate. So again toying with that thing of, of the idea of what's going on with Boba Fett. Our good friend, Matt Salvatore said that Boba Fett survived. So there's a com- sure. common through line here. Mm-hmm. We're all thinking uh, Boba Fett. Um, and then of course, Bespin to Bandit gas miners. He also came aboard and said that, uh, or, or perhaps a bounty on Lando might give more info as to why he's not in the picture until nine. Maybe who knows? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think there will be a there definitely will be a link like um, between maybe not directly to nine, but like something that we'll 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 probably see in nine. Yeah, and and finally, uh, Star Wars Explorer on Twitter said that uh, has a bounty to find Palpatine's daughter, which I wasn't aware that Palpatine had a daughter, so that would be one hell of a reveal. <laughs> So yeah, like that, Holy or cow. maybe the reveal is raised parents. Jesus, can you imagine? Imagine seeing baby Ray in this. In this, uh, no, we're not far, not far enough down the timeline for that no, to happen. That's it. That was on my list, but I was like, the timeline's just not there to to. It could. I mean, it's just, you know, if if season two jumps ahead, or if we have season three or four, you, we could get there. We could see her parents, one, no. but she's not born yet. Man, Ray's yeah. not born yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they'd have to allude to it somehow. So, well, I guess the bigger question is, uh, do you think, or do you want, no. do you want it to be like an OT era reveal that sheds some light on something that we already have some questions about, where they solve something for us, or do you want it to be a a reveal of, or something that speaks to uh, the sequel trilogy? I think it would be uh, for for me it would be something that uh, we've been asking questions since AV three, which is like what happens after Jedi. So I think that would be um, not necessarily linking uh, to the sequel trilogy, but uh, just that 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 era between both. Yeah, know, I wonder. Questions. I wonder in that case if it if if it becomes something about vader's helmet or vader's saber or something related to darth like that would be a pretty big thing or a darth vader hook would be a big deal uh what if the bounty's not on a person it's to retrieve a relic like mm-hmm. uh the, the mortis tiger or 
which Ray is probably holding in nine. Um, there, there's so there's so many little things that you could you could point to, you know. But when they say what what did they say? Fan fan shattering. What what, what was the the adjective for the reveal? Uh, the only quote I've got here is nothing like that. Nothing to say. I mean, there could be something in the piece. I just didn't write it down. Anyway, when, when I started thinking about this thing, man, like I was like, right off the hop, like you start spitballing and thinking about things like for, for me personally, I didn't think it could have been force related, but like Carlos just said, like maybe it could allude to something on the long lines of the emperor still having a presence out there or something and they got to either get an artifact to keep it safe i think that's a bit of a stretch the the only thing that i can really think that it is really is either the origins of the first order like everything for me would be moving forward i don't think it would be a throwback to the ot to close some loophole there i think it would be something moving forward to the the future storytelling and i think it would it's either a link to the first first order or a link to another character, which again seems like a stress. Like, who are you going to make that link to? Is it Ray? No, the timeline doesn't work. Uh, Boba Fett. They already said kind of to me. I, I put I took him off the table right away just because, you know, they kind of said we're not going to even we're not touching that this season if we ever do touch about like ever. So I don't know. I definitely think it's leading to the sequel trilogy. And it kind of just brings me, again, like I'm really leaning toward, more toward the First Order and the plans of the inter- Imperial Remnants. So we're going to see throwbacks to like maybe Brendel Hux or whatever, like these, the old school guys, like really starting to form the, the, the foundation of the First Order. And maybe we get word of this fleet of Star Destroyers that we see in Episode 9. Something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they, Where... they have spoken before about how this show will sort of shed some light on First Order Origins. And, I, you know, I don't think, I think we agreed that it's not going to like spell it out in great detail. But that could be, I mean, they could be bundling that reveal with this and, and now, now hiding it in like, ooh, spoiler reveal, check it out, it's going to be big. Uh, I wonder if they go so if, far as to you like... you want to go that way in like a two-for-one with the First Order and a character reveal, like maybe... You can even see Snoke pre-injury and his kind of influence. Maybe not be a huge character within the plot, but like maybe he's the main baddie. Who knows? You know, like maybe he's like all like handsome and whatever and super tall. What and if, he's the yeah, one who's kind of like... So, like some shady Darksider or maybe even Snoke himself puts a bounty on... You don't, you don't get the name, but yeah, the... Uh... Uh, whatever the, the the new republic leader general or uh, princess leia organa get bring me her son like that would be nuts if somebody put a bounty on kylo ren or ben solo at the time that would that would be huge i think or snoke get... maybe we got backstory on snoke yeah yeah so that's, that's what i was saying either snoke or i don't know like I really think it's got to do with like uh, this hidden imperial fleet, maybe, you know, them trying to say like, hey, like hope's not over. We just got to rally some troops and our resources are still available. 
which maybe falls through at the time because of the Mando, but eventually they they might get there. Yeah, I mean, my heart's my heart is hoping for a sequel trilogy type of reveal, but my brain is saying OT because I mean, at the time that they wrote this, it's probably been. I mean, it's been it was revealed over a year ago that they were doing this, which means the episodes were written probably before that. Did they even know? Could they have known enough at at the time to put in some sequel trilogy stuff? I don't know. Maybe it's very possible, <laughs> but I I. I I don't know. I, I tend if to they think... wanted to break me, man, like the, the main thing, like, I just don't think they'll go down that road because, you know, people won't get it, but. No, I tend to think it's going to be an OT era Ahsoka, thing. Oh, God. Yeah. No. Ezra. But definitely Sabine. Sabine's a possibility, man. I wonder. I wonder. She's huge. I wonder if they bring in Katie Sackhoff right away. You know, bring in uh, Bo-Katan right away. Boom. I don't think so. We would have seen her by now. I think. No? Uh, maybe they want to keep it. They want to keep these things a secret. Well, you part, know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, geez. Anyway. that's It's going to be exciting. I mean, we got a, a week to wait to find out what this trailer is or what this reveal is. And it's going to be all over Twitter. So uh, if you are among those who will not have Disney Plus first, it goes without saying that... Uh, that first day is going to be exceptionally difficult on social media. And even for those of us who do have access November 12th to Disney plus, you know, like I won't be watching it until late at night until once I've got registered and, and download the app and then watch the episode. It might be the night, the day after by the time I get to it. And you know, people don't give a crap as soon as they watch it. They're going to be talking about it all over Twitter, putting screen grabs. It'll be, it'll be blown. 10 minutes after it's it's available to watch. You know, it's one of the most beautiful things I was thinking about recently. With the my, I have a son being born in any day now, like literally due on November 8th. And I was thinking, you know what? One of the first things this little bastard's going to watch is the Mando. <laughs> wow. All righty. It's true, though. Think about it, man. Like, I'm like, well, there's no way we're not watching that. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're going to be there. You know, he, he's definitely not going to ruin it or else he's, he's going to feel wrath. He's wow. Going hard on the unborn. Yeah. No, he, he'll, he'll be all right. Trust me. He's going to know. Let's be like the Mando. I've been hearing about this forever. I'm in. Hashtag priorities. You should name him Mando. I was going to say that. And you know, what we're getting, you know, what's awesome too. When I thought about this the other day and it kind of, I kind of made myself laugh out loud. Like eventually we're gonna refer to this guy as the bounty hunter, formerly known as the Mandalorian. Like soon we'll get a name, and we can say his name, but right now he's just the Mandalorian. Or maybe we don't get a name, and he's just always like we talked about on our little Facebook. Oh, Favreau chat. said there's gonna be a name. Did he? Yep. Okay. They cool. said there's gonna be a name name reveal for him, so that's why it's the bounty hunter, formerly known as the Mando. All right, so one more time here. Let's let's take a look at this trailer. Are you flipping the screen? Patience. Is the world more peaceful since the revolution? It is a shame that your people suffered. What people? What people suffered? I need to know. 
it's his people, the Mandalorians. Yeah. It's for sure. And we know they suffered during the war. I love the carbonite freeze chamber on his ship. It's yeah. so cool. You know what that that looks like to me, honestly? That looks like Werner Herzog's character. They said you were coming. Yeah, it's and, not though. It's, he's he's been identified that character already. They said you were the best in the parsec. Crazily. Best in the parsec. I love Werner Herzog's voiceover. Well, you know what's creepy about this voiceover too? Is that to me what it's saying is the Mando's come for him. Like it doesn't necessarily mean to me that he's hiring for him for a job. I think the Mando is actually coming for him. Yeah, maybe. That, that's my theory now at this point. Like I listened to this and I was like, he's coming for him, man. I think that family in the purple uh, is the Mandalorian's that baby. It's a flashback. Mm. That'd be cool. There he is, There's Billy. Billy. <laughs> Oh, so cool, man. It looks so well done. Like, uh, it's, it's going to be so epic just because the quality, man, alone looks so amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it looks like it's going to be just like the best thing. It, I'm mean, the best thing. I mean, everything is relative, I suppose, but it looks like it's going to be just such prime Star Wars watching. Like I, I, it looks so good. But, you know, but seriously, man, like watch that trailer next time with the mindset that Werner Herzog is going down. Like even I've, yeah, I've always like said the, that. I've I've always felt like I've said it before that I think the Mandalorian is going to shoot Werner Herzog right there, then and there in that room. That's it. Like in the first trailer, it kind you kind of under the assumption that he's going for a job from this guy, and maybe he does at the onset. And then by the end, you realize what the job is, and the Mando comes back for him or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, and I think it, he's definitely getting some sort of job where he he signs up for a job, and then just like when he gets the details of the job, he's like, no, no, no. Like I know bounty hunting is a, a gray, morally gray affair, but this is too much. Like I'm not doing this. Yeah, but in this one, it's like he almost knows. Like I don't know. It's 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 odd. Like he even says in this trailer, like. Like they're gonna be waiting outside for you, and he's like, "What does he say? Like, uh, I'm expecting it, or I hope so." Yeah, good. Yeah, that's perfect. And you see him come out the door after, like, oh yeah, you, yeah, his, his, <laughs> for sure. But you know, I don't want to get all tinfoil hatish here, but oh. th- there's not a ton of new footage in this trailer, right? Like we've seen most of this before, and. Part of me wonders if if the trailer was dropped as a diversion from the Benioff and Weiss news. It was like a Monday night trailer drop with very little advance warning. Like that in itself isn't necessarily weird. But it it came out, what, like three hours before the news of Benioff and Weiss? And it just, it makes me wonder, because I, my brain works that way. That if they they cobbled together a trailer very quickly... And and threw something out there to distract and pull some attention away from this bad news, which they knew was going to come out late at night on a Monday, just a few hours later. Like it was. Oh, it's high time, man. I mean, we were due for another trailer. I mean, the marketing's got to ramp up. We're right there. We're on the cusp. We're not even a week away. Like, yeah, just, we are. I just find the time is so suspect. How how high is the ice dam? 
How high is it? I like I like the point too. You know, like I feel like they've would have had this planned the whole time, but they're like with the the other bit of news with Benioff and Weiss, so maybe they're like you're right. Maybe they'll like coincide them at the same time, so it kind of like becomes water under the bridge. Well, yeah, that's that's and that's really all I'm saying. But I, I want to step into the bear trap here. What what about this ice dam? Well, I mean, if you're gonna believe that, then you believe the Earth is flat, right? Oh. Are you suggesting it's not? I'm suggesting yeah, that seriously. What's I'm wrong suggest, with you? I'm suggesting that you're a flat earther, <laughs> and you you believe in all conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, dude, turtles back, man. Come on. Oh, jeez. But didn't didn't the opening notes of that music in the trailer sound like Kylo Ren's theme? It really does to me, like big time, in a big big way. That sounded like some first order Kylo Ren music. And then it just kind of falls off in a weird, ominous way. Go back, go back and listen to that. Then listen to Kylo Ren's theme. I think you'll hear it. Anyway, uh, Herzog's voiceover, like super cool. He's got, I love his accent. I love his delivery. And in this case, I wonder if it's, if it's all one continuous line or if it's, several different ones edited together but he's questioning uh, whether the world is a more peaceful place since the revolution and then the galaxy yeah yeah and then it's a shame that his people suffered like is that one homogenous statement about mandalore or is it cobbling two different statements together one about the rebellion and the galaxy at large and the other about mandalore and i think it's cobbling two together and it's just it's edited together in in that way for sure, so many systems are in disarray after the Empire. Like, the Empire had a firm hold on everything, you know? Like, after that was gone, like, things got shaken up. Does it just happen overnight, like a new government? So, yeah, it's the whole people did of suffer show. in the process. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I do think there's some editing going on there, because otherwise, his, his sentence means two vastly different things. But uh, did you get that, that impression from this... Like, uh, the way he's narrating it, like, to me, he's there to get God. <laughs> like, the Mando, the Mando's there for him at this point in this trailer. Like, I really get that impression. I did not get necessarily get that impression. But I can I could see it for sure. I mean, the guy's surrounded by stormtroopers, right? So I, th- I see Herzog's character as more of a figure of authority. That the Mando has to not report to, but has to meet with at some point. Yeah, he's to me, he's like part of the underworld that the Imperial remnants are dealing with or using. Yeah, yeah. He's, I don't know if he's a crime boss or if he's ex-Imperial or whatever, but he seems to be in charge of something, and he's got the protection of stormtroopers. And I, I really think that in that room, the Mando is going to take out all those stormtroopers. And, and shoot Herzog dead. And that's why, I, and later we see him come out of that, that room where he's got the, uh, the, the shiny new armor and he just, he kicks that one guy in the gut and he shoots the other guy with a no look blast. I, I think that's all him shooting his way out of trouble. Yeah, I agree. How about uh, seeing Trandoshans in action? We saw that those, yeah, it's kind of odd. Those were pictures, or at least there was a still from it, I think EW or, or something yep. at some point. And people thought it was like Black Series toys. <laughs> <laughs> but they look pretty cool I, here. 
I don't know. It kind of looks like the one of the green aliens that Kirk fights in the original series. That's what I was going to say. It was a bit Star Trek-y, but hey, we're going to yeah. have to get used to that, you know? Well, I, I thought it looked more like Enemy Mine. Like, they didn't look super Trandoshan to me. Maybe they're not Trandoshans, but... I mean, it still looks cool. It's Bosk, Kyle. It's Bosk. It's him. Both of them are Bosk. That's how much I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Bosk is now a clone. Hashtag, we are Bosk. Alrighty, here we go. Get those hashtags going. Uh, so yeah, he Herzog calls him the best in the parsec, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Well, considering like how big the galaxy is, like to me, it's like a bit of a backhanded compliment. It, like it's kind of like saying like, of all the players in the league, you're one of them. <laughs> you know, it's like." Yeah, great. You're the best in the parsec. I don't know if a parsec is really that big in the grand scheme of things. It depends where, I guess. I guess it depends. It's like saying, um, dude, you're the best hockey player in our whole freaking neighborhood. <laughs> or, Corey, you're one of the top three best people on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like... They all feel like backhanded compliments. No, it all depends on where the, the traffic's at. You know, it looks like that's probably a very notorious and sought-after sector or something like that. I thought these guys were out of the way. Like, you would think any empire Imperial Remnant would just go hide in this backwater just so that they that's don't draw it. any more attention. That's why all the all the stuff happens in the swamp, you know what I mean? Like, all this craziness that he always seems to come out on top of. Yeah, yeah, maybe. The Mandalorian is the Charles Bronson of Star Wars. He looks so badass. I have to say that. Like like Kyle said, like that karate kid kick when he comes out the door, he's like, yeah. (laughs) Judo judo kick. Yeah. (laughs) If he ever gives like the the old Austin Powers judo chop. Oh, no, it's going to happen. And and I hope he gives a a Captain Kirk double-handed club. Oh, my God. Nobody gets (laughs) up from that. Nobody survives that. Nobody. Uh, the droid gunship, guys. It made me like irrationally happy to see that droid gunship and those B two super battle droids. Like I'm looking at it right now. So I cool. couldn't believe that. Yeah, that was so cool, man. And I, I can't wait to find out what they're doing, how they became active, or if they ever really. I mean, in uh, Revenge of the Sith and Catalyst, like we see the moment where they're ordered to shut down. Right, and so somehow, some of them get pressed back into action, and I I don't know how that happens. Uh, one of the elements of new canon is this uh, this droid Gotra, which I it's like a droid gang, so to speak, like an uh, organization of droids. And, and see to see that re-enter the story, that would be really cool, because they had a they, uh, an axe to grind against the Empire. So I wonder if if the B2s and, and all these droid things that we've seen in the prequels, I wonder if they're actually helping the Mando or inadvertently helping by, by trying to stomp out these remaining Imperials. See, I, I see it the exact opposite way. I see it being the Imperials having these leftover resources, knowing of these things and storing them away and having it help them 
build their way toward a more established first order. You know what I mean? Just stashing things away like squirrels, man. Just having building this their own empire, if you will, you know? Or or maybe even the more likely option is that it is a flashback to Clone War era and uh, that that kid because we see the the close up of the kid and uh, his parents like they're running with the kid it's that and the the B2s are in the background that could be clone war stuff and that could be young mando that could be the spoiler too like i was talking about that being the spoiler as well possibly um like the mando being the offspring of a clone that would be it like a prequel trilogy throwback, but I think that's very possible as well. Yeah, because I mean, we we know how old Pedro Pascal is, but we don't know. That doesn't necessarily mean that's how, that's how old he'll be in 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 the show. And even at that, who cares? Like, I mean, his father was in the Clone Wars, so there's no real definitive. Oh, how what a how long would you have though, had? Like, Man, that would be so strange if he's the offspring of a clone and the clones are really Boba Fett's, just not really. Well, they're Jango's, but they're kind of Boba. So this guy's sort of Boba Fett, but he's not. Yeah, he's like a second generation Boba. That's it. Like, And then it would be Boba would kind of be like a, a relative to him. And it would give reason to him to be in the second season as well. How stupid is that name Boba? <laughs> I mean, it's it's Bob with an A. <laughs> That's true. I kind of like it. Uh, Pigman Nick Nolte, just putting that that comforting <laughs> hand. Yeah, seriously, they're buddies, huh? On the Mando shoulder, I like. And then, so I think that's a pretty interesting sequence, and I wonder if there's some more to re- to mine out of that sequence of shots. So we see Pigman put his hand on on the Mando's shoulder, like <laughs> almost like. Yeah, you lost today, buddy, but, uh, you know, you'll land on your feet. And then we're we're followed by that with with shots of the Mando on a speeder. And then he's walking off into a sunset by himself. Like, it kind of gives me the vibe that something went wrong. Yeah, I agree. And then we see, like, uh, the Razor Crest. You're not letting a man, a guy like the Mando is not letting any pig man or anyone touch his shoulder like that in any manner, unless something went terribly hey, wrong. Hey, the, the regal pig, regal, the regal pig man can touch anybody's shoulder. <laughs> the regal pig man. <laughs> regal, yeah. He is a regal pig man. It's Nick Nolte in there, man. Okay. What are the chances we actually get to hear Nick Nolte? And I'm not talking like, uh, like a voiceover or anything, but like, it's gotta be Nick Nolte's voice. And I want to hear it. Me. I want to hear him squeal. Nah, <laughs> he's not going to squeal. Nick Nolte won't squeal. Want to bet? No, I'm not very comfortable with that <laughs> bet. But no, I don't think he's going <laughs> to squeal. Squeal. <laughs> no, they'll insert that. That'll be a sound effect. You think you're going to get like an 80 year old Nick Nolte to squeal? Dude, is Nick Nolte? I'm an actor. God damn it, I can squeal. <laughs> want to hear squeal? I would love to hear Nick Nolte squeal. Don't get me wrong. If any actor is going to squeal, it's Nick Nolte. Do, do, do Ugnot squeal? Yeah. Yeah, big time. I think so. Yeah. I mean, uh, what's his name in in, uh, in Rebels? Hondo, Hondo's little buddy. Oh, yes. Tur- oh, my God. I want to call him Turbo. I don't know if it was Turbo. 
he squealed. Anyway, so yeah, I you know then we see the Razor Crest being chased by by some kind of ship, and again, it just seems to me that uh, it, it's just reinforcing that something went wrong. He's on the run, and and then he he gets away. But then like the next couple of shots, he meets up with his with Cara Dune. They have that very uh, Mac and Dutch uh, handshake from Predator. Exactly. So the. There's the uh, the team getting together, so it, it seems like we'll we'll start with the Mando on his own. He will have a big speed bump on his journey. He'll get chased, you know, pushed to the brink, and then he'll he'll meet up with this team with Carga Grief and Cara Dune. Uh, so yeah, that looks cool. And then like the rest of the trailer is like, you know, a bunch of quick shots, including uh, Giancarlo Esposito's Moff Gideon, uh, Death Troopers. IG-88, not a lot of stuff here that we haven't seen already, uh, but then there's that potential unmasking. I think it's I think the actress's name is Julia Jones, lifting off the Mando's helmet. Are we going to see his face? Uh, Cara Dune, <laughs> that with that massive blaster rifle, she looks so awesome with that thing. Just wreck and shop. Can't wait to see her in action. Uh, and then of course there he is, old Billy Redface with his not one, not two. But three blasters. <laughs> and I can't get over his dumb face. He, like to me he looks like he's gonna start laughing. When you see his when you see his face there, he looks like he's gonna start laughing. Uh and then and it looks to me it looks like he's hiding in he's holding in a burp. Something, right? It looks like he's he, it looks like he's not fully un, in control of himself. <laughs> Do you think he's got lines? Do you think we'll hear Billy Redface's voice in this show? I think we will, yeah. Like, beyond just, like, a couple of grunts here, there, do you think he'll deliver full-on lines? I think so. Wow. What a world, yeah. man. What a world we're in. That is absolutely mind-blowing to me. Holy cow. And then, like, do you think he's long for this world, though? Like, the character? Do you think he's in multiple episodes, or do you think it's... uh? a very short lifespan for for this character well i hope if he is playing dash rendar that then that, that then it's a recurring role yeah um, true. if he's an imperial or ex-imperial um then maybe two episodes before he's dispatched yeah i've got a sinking feeling it's a short role like he's in an episode or two and then, like whatever faction he's part of gets dismantled, but I hope I hope he's in it for for at least a good chunk of the season. Yeah, I'm not putting my money on that though. No, no, no. I no, I would not park any money on that one. Um, this was cool. This was new. Um, the Mando sort of trailing behind Gideon's tie. I I, I suppose as Gideon maybe tries to make a getaway, but he's, he he's got his like whatever you call it that ripcord from his wrist his wrist gauntlet. But then using the boost to from his jetpack to get to the roof of the Tie Fighter, yeah. that was super rad. And that was basically oh. the trailer. Yeah. So, so cool. cool. I mean, really cool stuff. Yeah. But, but you know what though? Like, for all the cool visuals and and the vibe it gives off, I feel like that trailer was missing the hook. Like it's missing that that thing that that says. Oh shit! I this is why I need to watch. You know what I mean? I actually agree with you. 
All right, cool. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> sorry, I had peanut butter stuck in the back of my throat. Um, the problem, the problem with this trailer, and, and I loved what we saw and stuff, but there was no mystique uh, compared to that first trailer. Like that first trailer really gave you something to look forward to. Yeah, uh, and and this one, it seems like they put this one together to distract from the Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh... <laughs> no, I, 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 it just seems like they. Um... I don't know. It didn't feel as grime. Maybe not grimy is the word I'm looking for. It didn't feel as theatrical. Hmm. Whereas the, the the first trailer really felt like it was theatrical. I think you know, it's this... because most. I th- I think it's because all the big shots that made us go, oh man, theatrical. Like we'd seen them already, so we're just we're, we're like sifting those shots out, and now just looking yeah. at the new stuff, and there wasn't a lot. Yeah. No, I, I I I don't know. I think it's just the way they're presenting it. The filter is probably more. Uh, more in line with what we're going to see, which is fair. Uh, just to me, it just felt less theatrical. That's the, that's the thing that I didn't like about the trailer. And not that I didn't like it, but it, it was, wasn't as good as the first one. I, I would agree with that. In terms of impact, just because there was so little new stuff in this trailer, like this trailer could have blown our doors off if they wanted to show us more, but it's it that, you know, that echoes with, with what they said about, you know, not showing any pre-screening episodes, just so that they preserve it. That, that spoiler, it seems like they don't want to show us anything new at this point. So they, they gave us precious little new stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. And we're just, we're running with Bill Burr because it's, it's old Billy Redface, and we can't, yeah. we can't handle it. He's our boy. I, I still can't believe we live in a world with, you know, a Star Wars with Action Jackson and, and Bill Burr and, and Pigman Nolte. And <laughs> I just, and it's, it's funny. Cause like, this is not like satirical Star Wars. This is not meant as like space balls meet Star Wars in the Star Wars galaxy. Like it's, this is not supposed to be full of jokes. It's not giving me the vibe that there's going to be, a whole lot of laughs in this yet here we are it's oh god what a world man one week to go i can't wait to see this thing and there's two episodes world, in that opening week world. <laughs> yogurt yeah come on <laughs> all right there's our mando chat for now and obviously we are going to have a lot more mando talk in the future We'll see if we'll see if uh, I wonder if Corey's gonna be part of those early episodes or not. He's gonna it's honestly tough to say. We're gonna we're gonna play by ear, and uh, that's what it is. You know it. <laughs> wow, my girl's awesome, man. My girl was like, "Go for it, do it, do it, do it." Got to do, but I also got to do what I got to do. So, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> this happens once, maybe twice in a lifetime. There's going to be a lot of Mando episodes. It would anyway. really, honestly, it would suck to miss out on the first one there, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be off for three weeks. Maybe, hopefully we can make it work. 
Yeah, you just talked. It's that it's, kid. it's lining up. It's it's crazy how it's lining up like that. It's like the birth is like right on cue for the like premiere of Amanda. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, are, how, how often are kids actually born on the due date? Well, luckily, it's, luckily it hasn't been early because we definitely needed this time. Yeah, I mean, be thankful for that for sure. Both my kids were significantly late. Uh, mine were all early. I, I was early. I was, two, I was two weeks early. New to Medicare? Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com. Anyway, um, you know you know what's really great? Like showers. Showers are great. I was gonna say pizza. Pizza's good too, but like a shower is really good. Like when you're sweaty, you can have yourself a good shower. You can cool down. If you're cold, you can have a shower and you, you warm up. You just get get that get that sweat off. You get that layer of filth away. Uh, and with that being said, let's check in with Rick. Hey tumbling saberinos, it's Rick. I'm sweaty. It's been three, four days since this trailer came out and I haven't stopped sweating. I've been hot. My pulse has not calmed down. It's been crazy. I know I sound calm. I'm exploding on the inside. It's not cool what J.J. Abrams has done to us. Kyle, I don't even know who you have with you there this week because there's a lot of you on this show now. And that's cool and all, but I want to talk about something that's been in this last trailer and it's been bugging the heck out of me for a couple of days now amidst my sweat. Even though I shower, I've been sweating in the shower. It's kind of gross, but here we go. The white room that Kylo and Rey are in when they smash Kylo Ren's Darth Vader hot toy. Uh, mask I have a little theory about where that is and when that might be in the movie so bear with me because amidst my sweat this might take a couple of minutes I'm sweating here we go so in the trailer that came out Monday night when I started sweating uh, we see um, what looks like the uh, Tanta V4 and it looks like it might be coming down down on those trees on whatever whatever planet that is um like it might be crashing or you know kind of a rough landing kind of a deal but um i'm thinking that that particular scene is pretty early in the movie and there's there's a lot here so again you got to bear with me so what i'm thinking is that there's something on that Tanta V4 that they need in order to try to get 3PO's memories back, right? So that's kind of the MacGuffin. Now, for all we knew, the Tanta V4 was on the Devastator, I believe, from the New Hope, and supposedly I think it was listed as uh, destroyed in a reference book. That could change. What we know is that the Empire has had that ship 
Um, again, if it is a Tantive IV, and it was it never made it back to the Rebels um, in any form. So what I'm thinking is the First Order may have had that ship afterwards. It just sat in a hangar somewhere. Kylo gets it. What if he's the? That's what he's using as kind of like his personal quarters. It's white on the inside. You redecorate it, put some new lighting on the wall. It's those, you know, the Tylenol pills on the wall, whatever. Stark white, made up that room, and he's got kind of personal artifacts in there. Because if you look really closely in the back, you see what looks like um, uh, Chewie's bandolier. Now, why would he have Chewie's bandolier? Why wouldn't he have one of Chewie's bandoliers? He's kind of like an uncle to Ben Solo. Maybe he just kept it, you know? The dagger could have been something that was in the room. Who knows? My thinking is that maybe that dagger is something that they need. Maybe it could be a memory chip or whatever for 3PO, and they set off on some mission to go there, right? That leads me into uh, the one image that we saw that came out from, I think it was Entertainment Weekly a couple weeks ago, uh, where Kylo was using kind of like a, a force magnet or whatever, while all the stormtroopers are being balled back from whatever's flying out of a hangar or whatever. What if it's the Tana V4? I don't remember what color the uh, the engines are on the back, if they're red or not, uh, or if they're blue. I don't know, but I'm just spitballing here. So I'm thinking maybe that's pretty early on in the movie. They get what they got to get out of there because there's also a scene in the trailer of Poe and Finn and Chewie. Chewie's running without his bandolier, if you look very closely in the background, just mowing down stormtroopers. Finn's hurtling them left and right. Super athletic, pose, you know, sexy as hell because he just is. And, you know, that's another reason to get sweaty if you haven't been sweating this whole time already for the last four days. And um, that's their escape. You know, they're in the halls of maybe that is inside the Tanda V4. They're, you know, they're trying to get to uh, to uh, the cockpit to try to get out of there quick enough because um, where we haven't seen any white in any First Order or um, Imperial ships. Again, maybe that's what that is. I don't know. I guess I just spitballing here. There's so much going on in this trailer that I've kind of lost my mind. Half of it fell out of my head. Some of it's laying on the floor at home. The cat's probably licking it up. I've been sweaty. I've been, you know, tripping on myself because all the sweat. I have a full beard now because of it. I've shaved it three times. It keeps coming back because of all the insanity that happens in this trailer. And I think that, that all of that stuff with the Tana V4 is probably the very beginning of the movie. That's what sets everything off. That's the you know, whatever the MacGuffin is, you know, we see Ray and Kylo meet. He's like, oh no, you knocked down my thing. And he's mad at her and they got to get away. Somehow they do. They take off. He's in the hangar. You know what I mean? They get out, they take off to wherever they land on the ship. And that kind of gets the ball rolling. They got to get that thing to Zori Bliss, figure out how the hell to get uh, Babu Frick to uh, hardwire uh, 3PO, which um, if he dies, cheers to you, Carlos. I don't. I was gonna swear, but I've held it in, cause your hatred of C-3PO is not cool. He's cool. C-3PO's cool. He's that scene when he says that line. He made me weepio, okay. So let's do on that. Anyway, uh, enough jokes, guys. Uh, it's been a crazy week with the trailer and everything that's come up and everybody's theorizing. Um, I've enjoyed every second of it. Um, so let me know what you guys think. Do you think that fits? Cause we don't know anything time-wise, you know, it was just a mishmash of images. You know, we don't know anything story-wise what's coming up in this movie yet. Um, except for that there's conflict in good guys and bad guys and probably a mechanical, uh, Palpatine that, I don't know, maybe looks like Malgus and he's got some kind of weird hookup 
with uh, spider legs. And um, I don't know. But again, uh, the, the, uh, the Tanda V4 thing is something that I've been holding on to that I can't really shake because it seems like um, that could be what kicks off the movie. Um, I do have a lot of other ideas based on the images that we've seen um, and then the other trailers that came out earlier in the year and other people's quotes and stuff and I've been trying to collect my thoughts, but it's been a lot. So uh, let me know what you guys think. Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? Am I a dummy? Should I just shower again and maybe shave? Um, even though I know the beard's going to come back after five minutes because of all the insanity. I don't know. You guys tell me what's up. Um, and uh, I'm going to go. I've been sitting in the car and uh, this is nuts. It's been a crazy week and we've got two more months to wait and three more weeks for The Mandalorian. And I don't know. I'm going to be able to take it all in. My eyeballs are already starting to melt out of my head because of Monday night. So with that, I will talk to you guys soon. May the force be with you. All right, everybody. Let's get a wellness check on Rick. I think he's okay now, but uh, I hear he's on some some of these like real serious hyperhidrosis meds. <laughs> you know, a few blood pressure tablets every day as well. I think he's okay though. I think I think Rick's going to pull through. He's got a microdose, man. Never rely on antiperspirant. Just use a good deodorant. And wear it proudly. <laughs> Is this like an Axe body spray thing? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know some people who are the Axe body sprays of people, but... Uh, well, everybody knows that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, so oh. we spent we spent some extended time there with Rick. He was like almost like a fourth uh, fourth member of the show there for a bit. Anytime. Sweaty Rick. Any, anytime. Sweaty. All the time in the world for Rick. But I think... I, lo I love that he said tumbling Saberinos as well. That's yep. classic. It's so well... That fits so well. I've said it many times. It just flows. It just flows. So, um, so there's not... I mean, he doesn't really have a question. I think it was just like a stream of consciousness from Rick. And we need to, we need to kind of like talk him through let's or talk each other through this whole thing because i'm still also i mean in in, in all honesty like that I, I i had that voicemail for a while but we just weren't able to play it until now um so i i don't know if if rick is still suffering aftershocks from that from the rise of skywalker trailer uh i'm still pretty affected by it although i'm ready for what's next i am ready to see the international trailer which <laughs> It's, you know what? It could come. It could come any minute. It, I actually outlined this on Twitter. Um, geez, I gotta, I gotta dig it up. It's too, it seems almost too relevant not to talk about, but the international trailer for, uh, the force awakens that came out. Uh, give me a sec guys. I'm going to find it because it's important. This is, this is good info. So yeah. TFA's international trailer came on November 6th of 2015, and The Last Jedi's came of came on October 30th of 2017. Mm. So we're right there. We are right in that we're window. We're due. We're due. I mean, it, by the time people hear this uh, on the public feed, on the main um, uh, Tumbling Saber feed, we could have already gotten the international trailer. And so this is all moot. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's. I'm looking at, uh, you know, Monday the 4th, for for the the international trailer or Friday the eighth, so that's I'm keeping an eye on those dates. So we're gonna have 
probably another thing to talk about in episode 200, which is very helpful. But uh, back to Rick's question, uh, a lot of talk about the Tantive Four, which is a big deal because we we talked about this when the trailer came out. Where has that ship been? Why is it back? How is it in the state that it's in? Is that even the Tantive Four? Uh, Rick was thinking that maybe the, uh, the Resistance needs that ship because it will help 3PO get his memory back. Corey, like of all the things that Rick said, where do you want to go first? I'm, I'm giving you the floor. Well, I just watched Return of the Sith today, so I, or Revenge of the Sith. Sorry, uh, I don't know. Like, maybe three PO's memory is on board that ship. Like, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. What they need to do with three PO, and I, I'm kind of deferring. That, is that ship the tent to be four though? In, in Revenge of the Sith. I think there's a good chance it is to, for it to be on screen looking a little rusty the way it was. It would be a nice fan service to have it come out of hiding, almost like the Falcon a bit in a way. But I, I didn't see the ship coming down. I saw the ship in my mind's eye when, I, when watching the trailer taking off. Yeah, I thought it was taking off, lifting off as well. Unless I'm not thinking of something clearly enough, which is possible. I don't I don't know. It's it's all visual, right? Like it's all your perspective on, and that's why I find it really interesting that Rick thought it was coming down as a crash landing. Like to me, it's just a, a fast takeoff. Hmm. But uh, I, I honestly don't see if this ship is to come into play in this film. I don't see it being uh, like a a relic that Kylo's kind of sought after and cherished or whatever and kept in his collection. I think it would be really rusty inside. Like that room that Babu Frick is working on, 3PO seems conducive to that, but that white room, not so much. Like, yes, granted, the Tantity 4 is very uh, 19,070, but. <laughs> it's I, what I, now? I, 19,070 retro style. 19,070, like, huh? That white interior. I don't know. I'm just trying to be funny. It's 1970s, you know. There like, you go. Know, it's just there you go. 19,070 though in Star Wars time. It's <laughs> all white and very pristine and different. I just don't know, know they keep it that way for so long. But at the same time, I feel like we've heard rumors in the past that Kylo's ship has had a, a super white interior. Much like that, like description, that makes more sense to me. Especially being that Vader's helmet is in that room, I definitely don't see that helmet being on the Tattoo Four. Like I, I just don't see that unless he found it in that year span where he's been the supreme leader and he's been like, okay, I found the Tattoo Four. Like I'm gonna go use this as my relic room and my shrine or whatever. Which I don't see being the case. I again, I see if. If this ship is to come to the fore, I feel it's going to be a symbol for the rebellion rising. You know what I mean? It, I see it more being for the good guys and like being a symbol of that as opposed to the other thing. And again, everything in that room is just too pristine. And I, I really feel like it's part of Kylo's thing. And there looks like they're destroying it, granted. But uh, I just don't feel like it's on the tent to, to be for. Carlos, you want to pick up on any of that? 
first, uh, I want to say that I, I don't think it's, um, I think the shot of it coming over the trees is just a tracking shot of the ship. I don't think it's like taking off or anything. I think it's just something in flight. Yeah, but um, what is it doing? Is it landing or taking off? It's right on the trees. It's one or the other. No, it's evading. It's it's evading radar. So uh, we've landing, we've seen it. In, we've seen it in quite a few uh, of the the, the movies it. recently. You know. So you're saying it, if that's the case, then it's trying to land. No, it's confusing their tracking. You're not listening. Yeah, but it's like, not trying why, to land. Why would you? If you're like, if you're coming on a planet and evading their tracking, it means you eventually want to land. Oh, yeah. Well, eventually everything has to land, doesn't See, it? What we're saying is that the, pl- the ship's taking off, leaving the planet. You're saying it's arriving on the planet. No, I'm saying that through its journey, it's trying to evade the tracking of somebody who's after it. That, that That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but still, it's either taking off or landing. <laughs> it's one or the other. Uh, boy. Anyways, uh, so... I, I would say that um, I don't know if if it's it has anything to do with Kylo. Like it really, in my opinion, doesn't has absolutely nothing to do with Kylo. Uh, the Kylo the, that 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 thing with Ray to me seems like it could even be a force projection thing, and that's happening. Uh, so I, I don't uh, I don't necessarily place that on kylo shuttle or in the tent of v4 i really don't think uh, uh that's what that is yeah the well i think the you know those pill-shaped lights in that shot kind of give it away like would kylo gut a room on the tent of v4 and rebuild it no with those pills i don't know i don't think so i don't think so i mean it is possible i won't but be you, shocked you guys if that remember, happens do you guys remember his Rumors of his ship having this pristine white interior. And I plus, do. there's yeah, that I like, do. there's that emulated like hyperbaric chamber in the background, kind of what everyone's suspecting anyhow as well. Yeah, there's that familiar shape of that thing that would drop down on <clears throat> on Vader's head, or you know his meditation chamber. Yeah, the door that looks like it's there. Uh, Chewie's bandolier looks like it's there, with the along with the bowcaster. I'm not a hundred percent convinced of that, but you know, I'm also not, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not completely opposed to uh, it. No, I, I can't disprove it either way. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it, it's, this is a, it, the 10th before is a big mystery to me. It's, it's an involvement in this film is a big mystery. I just don't know how it was recovered by the rebellion. I think it's going to be a fan service. Like I said, if anything, if it's in the film, it's like a symbol for the rebellion. You know what I mean? Like it can't be used for the dark side. Like they got their own fleet. You know what I mean? Like to have the Tantid floor and the Millennium Falcon, like leading the charge is like, boom, full circle. <laughs> just, we're just going to clip out episodes one, two, and three. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Oh, look at the Falcon. Like, in the trailer, you see the entire fleet, and you see the Falcon just drop in on them all. Like, no, they're I know. definitely I'm just making, the I'm making a joke because I think in JJ's head, the prequels don't exist. I think that's just how JJ's brain operates. And I think... Oh, and, we'll have to see it. With Palpatine and his plan, like, everything's going to come for full circle. I'm confident. 
I know, but I, th- I, again, this is just me talking, but I feel like anything prequel related in these movies kind of had to be force fed to JJ. Like, I don't think he, I, just my sense, I don't think he cares much for them. I don't think, like, JJ, we have to mention Ray's Metachlorian count in this film. No! <laughs> I think he would absolutely flat out refuse to do that. That you know, that would be creative differences. JJ JJ Abrams been fired from Star Wars because he refused to incorporate midi chlorians. But there's been a virgins. Good grief. But it, it is interesting though, Rick talks about 3PO getting his memories back. Uh, if that is the tent to be four at the end of Revenge of the Sith, that's you know, if that's where his memory's been wiped. You know, there could be a, a fresh copy of 3PO's yeah, memories. What good does his memory serve when we always kind of take uh, R2 as the note keeper? Well, who, you know told I mean? the, like, who told the story on Endor to the Ewoks? Well, 3PO because he was able to speak their language. Well, yeah, so there, there, you just answered your own question. Well, it's about language, in my opinion. Yeah, no, like that's, R2 that's a... has been the re, like R2, R2 can just tell 3PO tell this story and he can translate or anyone who can speak astromech well, no, can understand look for, for as much as we just want to say he's a droid and he doesn't count he starts the, the OT saying I, I'm just an interpreter and not very good at telling stories and he ends that, that trilogy telling stories it, it's a thing it's an arc for 3PO yeah but again like why would you need to reroute your brain and do all these things when R2's information is readily accessible to you. Like to me, the whole rewiring of things has to do with either we had talked about it, possibly maybe controlling the entire fleet in a way, like if there's ghost ships, if you will, like, kind of no one at the helm except for 3PO kind of piloting the entire fleet or armada or him having to learn some kind of uh, taboo language. Well, that's, that's, that's where they, that's where most of the chatter is surrounding right now that they have With the red s- eyes. It makes sense. Like something yeah. babu fricks. Like I know this, this backdoor hack, we're going to hardwire them, do this. But you're going to lose your friend in the process. Yeah, that's kind of the chatter around that sequence at the moment. That's kind of where people see it at. Still, I mean, I I don't believe that's the end of 3PO, though. I really don't. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him kind of like come to defy the odds by the end of the film. Kind of have him sit that like uh, third act out where you're like, oh, he brought us to this point. You know what I mean? Like he's the one that pushes them forward. But at the end, you kind of see him kind of recover a bit and he's a bit his old self or maybe a new 3PO. Someone that we all like a little more, right, Carlos? Sure. And again, another th- another way to kind of mirror the OT is, is you know, R2, R2 gets all shot to pieces and 3PO is going, oh, if any of my circuits or gears will work out. You could invert that this time, where it's it's R two looking to repair three PO. Not that he's you know, he's already done that in Empire, but it's true though. Like so, I saw someone on Twitter say 
today that they're they're like the Burton Ernie of this trilogy. You can't kill them off. Well, that's, that's the thing about droids is that unless you crush them to dust, and even at that, you can always still write around it. You crush them to dust. Yeah, but he uploaded his memory to some satellite, and now he just has to beam it back down to the next body. Like dro- droids are truly never dead. If if you don't want them to be dead. Uh jeez. I, I feel like I feel like there's still more in Rick's question, but it's like <laughs> I'm sweating too though. Yeah. Well Rick mentioned like could the Tanta before be blasting out of the hangar in that Empire magazine image? Maybe? I don't think so. It would kind of be cool to see the rebellion steal that ship from the First Order if it were under their possession. But it would also be nice for them to discover it on their own. Like, either way works for me as long as they leave with it. Well, I wonder if Resistance Reborn will will tell us how they came to find the Tenth before again. Because we're not, they're not going to unpack that in uh, Rise of Skywalker. No. Wedge is the it's key. It's just going to be there. Because I, 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 I do think that those jungle scene jungle scenes in the trailer i think that's early part of the movie and the tantive four is already in possession of the resistance oh, so, what so are the chances wedges at the helm another antilles captain antilles yeah what if wedge is the guy that way back when yeah maybe maybe we learned that maybe that's wedge's in- intro or maybe that's a, that's a backstory to Wedge that we have yet to hear, that he was sent on a mission to retrieve Leia's old ship because there's something still aboard that we need. But I can does, just so just see him at the helm of it too, you know what I mean? Like I don't see him at the helm of a, a Mon Cala cruiser or something like that, but I can definitely see him at the helm of one of those. Yeah. If not an X-Wing. I don't see him doing an X-Wing. Well, if it's any other ship, it's this one. I'll put my money on that. No, I kind of, I, I kind of do dig that. That Wedge, Wedge brings in the Tantive Four. I can get on board with that. But yeah, again, that would be the reemergence of that ship. Feels like something that needs to be justified and explained in the movie. You know, just to bring it back because reasons. I feel like there could there's a potential for a lot of because reasons with this movie. That makes me a little nervous. Anyway, uh, I think that'll do it for now. Are we done? Are we uh, are we all done here? Oh, I'm I'm done. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> but I love you guys. Oh my god, I got a couple of sleepies over here. It's happening. The eyes are closed. (laughs) Well, another another riveting podcast. Episode two hundred will be will be the final episode of the Tumbling Saber because we can't stay awake any longer. That's it, guys. (laughs) I'm getting old. All right, guys, that that will do it for this week um, because there's 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 nobody left. There's no no one left to podcast with. But if you guys want to be a part of the podcast, send in your questions. Tumblingsaber at gmail.com. And uh, as you guys always do, uh, you can c- continue to help us out by sharing this pod with your friends, uh, leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, and uh, you can also support us in a big, big way 
by becoming a powerful friend on Patreon and uh, supporting us as we go about this podcasting journey and about to hit 200 episodes. And you'll get access to way more than that if you become a powerful friend. So you can learn more about that at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber, tiers at 2 and $5, and lots, lots of uh, audio content that will be open to you at patreon.com. Uh, shout out to Rob Wade for endorsing this episode of the podcast and all episodes of Tumbling Saber as part of the E14 endorsed program, which you can learn more about at emotionally14.com. And also be sure to check out our friends at the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. You can find our base on the web at starwarscommonwealth.com and uh, find us on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts as a podcast provider. And with all, all that out of the way, and just so that we can let these guys get to bed, uh, Carlos, where can we, we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ccandidomusic. You can follow my music page on Facebook, Carlos Candido Music. Or go to cardoscandidomusic.com. Over to you, Corey. Man, man, man. Well, actually, I've been kind of excited to say this, but uh, guys, you can find me at Chop Rules with a Z on Twitter. And uh, definitely be sure to join us in our closed Facebook group. It's a nice little safe haven of uh, Star Wars goodness. That it is. Come check it out. Uh, you can find me at Tumbling Saber on Twitter and on Instagram and, of course, all day long in that Facebook group. And a shout-out to all the good guys and gals who keep posting great content in this in the Facebook group and keep it churning. Nathan, Rick, uh, Joey, everybody. Everybody who keeps throwing up content and making it, uh, making it real fun to be a part of the group. So come check it out. And uh, that'll do it, guys. That'll put episode 199 to bed. And I'm going to put these guys to bed now. That's it, guys. You can go have your dodo now. Uh, Have yourselves a great week. Powerful Friends get an episode of Sith Disturbers this week. And uh, that'll be ready for you guys on Powerful Friends Friday. But until then, guys, have yourselves a great week. And may the Force be with you. Static draws me closer to your place Willing me through my dreams fall away Signs blindly to the lines on your face Beating strong Drifting Not relive this dream Over And over And over Again Please don't leave my heart broken Bleeding Don't believe it breathing if only to see you next to me sleeping soundly smiling not really this dream 
and over the strength I have you gave you bail and you run Running away, darling Please don't 